The book of Job, chapter number one. Job, chapter number one. Thank you, ladies, for the music. <coughs> Job, chapter number one. And while you're turning there, I'll remind you one more time uh, before the message about next Sunday. And let's take advantage of the opportunity we have. What a wonderful thing to have an opportunity in, in, in making a difference in the life of someone else. Uh, certainly, we need help from the Lord, and we need it on a, on a routine, regular, uh, daily basis. And uh, we want to certainly extend that uh, to others. And uh, I want the Emmanuel Baptist Church always be known as a place you can get help if you need it. Uh, you can get help if you want it, and uh, always be, us be willing to uh, extend uh, the love of Christ through us. Uh, today is a Praising Heart Sunday, <coughs> and I gave you a preview this morning of the message tonight. And uh, we say, and I've said it several times this morning, and it's certainly true, uh, we ought to praise the Lord, not just during the, the good times, but also in the bad times. Uh, it is a lot easier to praise Him in the good times uh, than it is in the bad times. Uh, we are going to look at the book of Job and a few verses and look in the life of Job. Most of us would be familiar with Job and the things that he endured and Job's, Job's response at the end of the first chapter. And I'll say this uh, before we get into the message. We're going to look into the life of Job and how did Job respond the way he did. It's there in his life. I'm going to point it out tonight. I say that to say this. Let's take what Job did and let's make it part of our life. And therefore, we can have the same result, if you will, the same success, if you will, spiritually speaking, and I say that to say this, just as God recorded in the life of Job some things that we can model, when you go through things, <laughs> when I go through things, and when we respond and we let God work in our life, there are things that others can see in our life of what, we, what they can do. And so our life is an encouragement to others as well. That's why it's important for us to always be praising. That's why it's important for us to be faithful. That's why it's important for us to have a loving heart as we have looked at, because there are others that watch us and look into our life much as we look into the life of Job. Last three verses of Job, chapter number 1, beginning with verse number 20. Verse number 20, 21, and verse 22 will be our text this evening. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. If you recall what takes place in the first 19 verses, that is a powerful verse of scripture. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped and said, naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job sinned not nor charged God foolishly. I tell you what, if you ever start feeling like you're a good Christian and you've got it all under control, come, come read the book of Job. Puts things in perspective. Tonight I'm going to preach on praising God in difficult times. Praising God in difficult times. Father, help us tonight as we look into the life of Job. Help us as we <laughs> look into your word this evening. I pray that you would use the message to strengthen us, to encourage us to give us hope in hopeless times. But Father, may we also follow the pattern that this wonderful Christian has set. 
May it be said of us that in difficult times we still found the strength, found the practice of praising you. May we honor you in that way. May we give a testimony to this world in that way. <coughs> we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. A careful study of Job chapter number 1, and first of all, we have to be reminded what has taken place so that we fully appreciate what we just read in verses 20 through 22. We know the story. I'm certain most of us, not all of us do, but of course, Satan enters into the presence of God and begins to accuse the brethren as he continues to do today. And God counters with, have you considered my servant Job? Satan proceeds to argue with the Lord and says the only reason he serves you is because you've been so good to him. But let me have him, and he'll curse your name. God says, okay, you can do whatever you want to, but you can't take his life. Then Job begins to endure. It seems kind of trite to call it the worst day ever because that really doesn't sum up how how bad it was. In a, in a moment, one servant comes in and gives him one tragedy. The next one comes in, gives him the next one. And in a moment's time, he's lost all of his wealth, and his ten children are dead. When, he, when all of that takes place, that's when we get to verse number 20. A careful study of the book of Job reveals how God used these circumstances to continue to work in Job's life. While God allowed Satan to work against Job, God used those circumstances. And by the way, I'm going to preach on this in the near future. I believe that still goes on today. I believe believe there's still trials in the life of a Christian because there's a conversation that takes place. But God allows him to go through that, and then God still uses that in the life of Job to deal with Job's pride... We know, and we've looked at it several weeks ago, God restores and gives everything back. God used these circumstances to continue to work in his life. But in Job chapter 1, verse 20 and 22, what we have captured for us is his first reaction to the worst possible scenario. You've got to let that sink in this evening for it to have its full effect. He has just found out he has lost everything, not hypothetically. His wealth is gone. His ten children are dead. His first reaction is what we read in verse 20, 21, and 22. If you can't understand the the caliber of a Christian that Job was from any other portion of Scripture, and you can... Let those three verses speak to you and I tonight the fact that it was his first reaction to the worst possible scenario. Well, it makes me ask myself the question, what would my first reaction be if I faced something like this? Friend, most of us have lived long enough to face some sort of trial and some sort of difficult times, Maybe you're in them today, but whether you are or you're not, or you you haven't experienced something anywhere remote uh, to this, and most of us haven't, if the day comes, what's the first reaction going to be? As I've already mentioned, it is easy to praise God when everything is good. 
It is easy to praise God when things are going well. But what about when difficult times come? It's one thing to praise God in the midst of health and wealth. It's another thing to praise Him in the midst of hardship and hurt. Quite frankly, we are fair-weather Christians. Not that we lose our salvation, because you can't lose your salvation. But in our practice, as long as God is good to us, we'll give praise to Him. But friend, I hope tonight that we can see from the life of Job, and I'll be very practical, and I don't think I'll be very long tonight, which is a warning sign if you've been around here long enough. But I want us to walk away this evening with these four things that I see that I believe we can write down, but more importantly, we can make part of our character. I love how God takes an individual like Job and allows us to peek into his life and his reaction and say, here's a key, here's a key, here's a key. Now, if I just incorporate that, then I can have the same result as Job had. We look into his life, and I want us to look in verse number 20 again, and I'll make statement number one. If you're going to praise God in difficult times, you might want to write this down. It takes humility. Verse number 20, Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and worshiped. A prideful man does not do that. A man full of pride, that is not his first reaction. And you and I can, much can be revealed about our heart. When, what is our first reaction when disappointment comes? What is our first reaction when a trial comes? Do we look to God and look for a demand and explanation? Do we bump, murmur or complain? Well, Job's first response was to humble himself and worship God. The Bible says that he rent his mantle, he rent his clothes, he, he tore them, he shaved his head, he went into that state of mourning, which is a sign to show everyone that he was mourning and he was humbling himself before God and he was doing business with God and God was doing business with him. This is, was the tradition of that day, but it took humility to acknowledge that I've got to get help from God. And if you and I are going to praise God in difficult times, we've got to be humble. Uh, that's why we, when it, anytime God, wants, tries, God uses things in our life to humble us, allow Him, we ought to work at humbling ourselves. You know, Pastor, I'm, I, I, I've got that mastered. I'm, I'm the most humble person I know. I, well, if that's, if that's the case, then, then you might need to work on that. But I found in my life, when I humble myself, it means God doesn't have to. And sometimes it's not an easy thing to humble yourself, but it's certainly not a pleasant thing when God brings humility into our life. If you're going to praise God in difficult times, it takes humility to realize that we need God. I, be I believe this in my whole heart. This is one of the things that I believe the Lord has taught me through the years. I believe God is going to bring things into every, the life of every Christian to remind us that we've got to have Him. I believe that's taken place in our nation over the last couple of years. Let's be quite honest. America is quite full of itself. We're the mightiest nation. We're the richest nation. 
We're the, we're the greatest nation. Just ask us. We don't need God, so we thought. We've got the greatest government. We've got the greatest things. And boy, God has a way of letting us be reminded. Yeah, we're proud of D.C. right now, aren't we? Oh, we need God. And quite frankly, we need to go to Him, not just as a nation, but in our own life. It takes humility. So number one, if you're going to praise God in difficult times, I want to. I want that to be my testimony. I want, I want to be in the life of my children and those who know me, that even when difficult times came, He kept us focused on God. What a great goal for all of us. What a great thing for all of us to try and emulate. Number two, it, if we're going to praise God in difficult times, it takes honesty. Verse number 21, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. But it's really good for God's people to be honest with themselves. Job was the wealthiest man on the planet. Job had wealth beyond what you and I will ever achieve. He said, I don't know, Pastor. No, no, trust me. He was the wealthiest man on the planet. God had blessed him greatly. But in his difficult time, it forced him to acknowledge that everything he had came from God. You know, that's not a bad thing. But if we're going to praise God in those difficult times, and I remind you, his response was at the end of verse 21, blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise be to the name of the Lord. In these circumstances, how, how many of us, we, we've experienced not, not even a fraction of what he's experienced it, it is our response to praise the name of the Lord. His response was to praise the name of the Lord. It took honesty for him to be honest and say, everything that I lost, God gave me anyway. Well, it's hard to get mad and angry and bitter at God when you... When just, let's just be honest. Hey, you had your health before, you don't have it now. God's the one that gave it to you anyway. You had life and, and things have happened that, that you didn't plan on. God gave, it to, gave you your life anyway. Boy, you had some means and then, then, then we lost it. God gave it to you anyway. It's good for God's people to just be honest. What I have, it's because God has given it to me. Then we can praise Him in those difficult times. A lot of times when a Christian, when difficulty comes and they turn bitter. And I remind you, there's nothing more miserable on this planet than a bitter Christian. Bitter will destroy the life of a Christian quicker than anything else. Why we have a tendency to, when, when disappointment comes and, and hard times come, we have a tendency to get bitter is because we're not being honest with ourselves. We, we, we think we deserved what we had. We think it was because of what we've done. It was because, you know, it, it's, it's off our labor. It's, it's off of, why would God allow these things in our nation? to take? It's what we don't know. It's the providence of God that we have what we have. It's the blessings of God that we have what we have. And if you've lost something, God's the one that gave it to you anyway. Why we be thankful that we, while we had it, we had it. Well, we need to be honest with ourselves. We, 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 we're, I'm a self-made. No, you're not. You might have worked hard. You might have taken advantage of the opportunities God's given you. But everything you got, God's given you. Proof of this plays out in the life of Job because if you turn to the last chapter of Job, which we've done in, in recent weeks, 
you find Job gets everything back because Job remained faithful. And Job found an opportunity to continue to praise the Lord because Job was honest. Everything I lost, God gave me anyway. God could give it back. God might give it back. But if we're going to praise God in difficult times, it takes honesty. We are nothing without God. And might I put this on a larger scale? Our nation is nothing without God. We're where we are because of the providence of God, the obvious hand of God. And our nation, and many, many of our nation, and I don't believe it's, it's even the majority of our nation, but it's the ones we hear, it's the ones we see, it's the ones that have been ushered into power in some form or fashion. We don't need God. We don't want God in our schools. We don't want God in our government. We don't want God. America is not America without God. Well, we need to acknowledge that. Let's be honest. Number three, if we're going to praise God in difficult times, it takes honor. Look at verse 21. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When life is not good, God is still good. When circumstances are not good, God is still good. When things in our nation aren't good, God is still good. When health is not good, God is still good. When the economy is not good, God is still good. Job is trite to say he was having a bad day. You and I have a bad day when we spill our coffee on the way to work. I just know this day is going to be ruined. Hello, Job. You could, you could, you could have your mansion next to him in heaven. This is literally worst case scenario. Now, I'm not minimizing what you and I go through, but we go through an experience that's real to us, it's big to us, it's life and death to us. That, that's the truth and the reality. But to put it in perspective of what Job was going through, if Job could honor God in that, certainly you and I could continue to honor God in that. And when things around him were bad, he still looked to God and said, God is good. When things were, 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 were horrible, he didn't know how to respond. The pastor, I don't know how to respond in this situation. All I know to do is, let's look at a man who had it a lot worse than we have, and how did he respond when he didn't know what to do? He just honored God and said, Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you and I face difficult times, when you and I lose things in our life, when things change around us, our response ought to be, we ought to humble ourselves. Let's be honest. Everything we have, God gave us anyway. Everything good in our life is from God. Then let's just honor God. So, Pastor, I don't know how we're, how we're going to move forward. What are we going to do? We're going to honor God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What a good goal for you and I to honor God no matter what. Honor Him no matter what. Say, Pastor, it's, I, don't, I don't mean to make it about me, but if Job was, had it the worst, I'm pretty close. You know, one of those when you say, hey, how you doing? And they actually tell you. Um, well, it's just, it's just, no, quit making it about you. Let's not make it about us. Let's honor God. If God sent his son to die for you and I, if we had to eat dust every day of our life, 
if we had to suffer every day of our life, there would still be reason with the breath that we have to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be Him. But pastor, it was not fair. He, he had dreams for his children. Don't you know that? Oh, I'm very aware of that. But he would, was humble and he was honest and realized that the years he had on there because God allowed him to have them. And what could he say? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Friend, the test of our Christianity is not in praising God in the good times, in, in the fruitful times. It is when we are literally in the ash heap of life. Can we say, as Job said, Blessed be the name of the Lord. He brought honor to God. Because quite frankly, God always deserves it. Let's be honest tonight. Is there, when has there ever been a day that God didn't deserve honor? Matter of fact, He deserves more than we give Him. That's why it's wonderful to have this emphasis on a day like this to remind us of who God is and how great He is. It takes honor, number four, I love this. I, I like all of this, but I, I really like this. Well, I like it all. Don't, don't miss this. Number one, we said it takes humility. Think about the humility of Job when he had achieved everything that he had achieved. Think about his honesty. Everything I had... God gave it to me anyway. When I leave this world, I'm not taking it with me. He gave it to me in this time that I'm here. His honor of God. His circumstances did not dictate the honor he bestowed upon his God. But watch this. Number four, he revealed a habit. We have what I call defaults. If we face something, we default back to our thinking, we default back to our response, we default back to our actions. That's why it's important for us to have a principled, structured life. Job's default was to do everything that I just said, which tells me, while this was the first time he lost his children, this was the first time he lost his wealth. This was the first time he experienced the worst case scenario in every situation. This was not the first time he humbled himself before God. This was not the first time he was honest with what he had. This was not the first time he gave honor to God. It's just magnified because of what he experienced. It revealed a habit, a lifestyle of, that Job had. He had a lifestyle of humbling himself and being humble before God. It's revealed when Job would sneak out when his children wouldn't even know and offer a sacrifice on their behalf just in case there wasn't something right between them. That takes a humble man to do that. He had servants. That, the Scripture tells us he had servants and he had all those things. He didn't send a servant to deal with, with the, the spiritual matters. He humbled himself and said, I must deal with my God. And I must be right with my God. The fact that God would ever say, have you considered my servant Job, means that he had humbled himself before. He was pretty honest. I imagine this man, after he's lost everything, he would acknowledge the fact that everything I have, God gave me, and, and, and he took it away because it was his to begin with. 
it speaks to me, <coughs> to me, and I'm convinced this was not the first time he had acknowledged the fact that look at how good God has been to me. And friend, if you want to respond, if you want your first response to be, blessed be the name of the Lord in difficult times, let's make it a habit in the good times. The best way that when we have a, a heartache to say, hey, God, thank you. I humble myself before you. I must be honest anyway. Everything I had, God gave me. Every, every material thing, every relationship, every blessing is because God has given it to me, and I must honor his name. Hey, honor his name in the blessings. Honor his name in the good times. When you go home tonight and you look around the home that you have and you, you have your family with you, it's time right then to just praise God and say, thank you for what we've given me. I know we hadn't taken out the trash today. It's the Lord's day. You don't have to take the trash out on the Lord's day. Hey, I, know, I know things are not perfect in your home, but let's praise God for what he's given us. Let's make it a habit. Then when the time comes, we do get the bad news. Our first reaction really isn't our first reaction. It's our routine reaction to whatever God does. I'm afraid Christians many times don't handle life as it comes because we don't handle the routine things in life in a routine manner when it comes to our relationship with God. Boy, hasn't God been good to us? Hasn't he blessed us? We have a lot we complain about. I know I mentioned this this morning. Inflation's up. Taxes are up. They're probably going to go up some more. I mean, you live. They want to tax you. You die. They want to tax you. You know, you just find every, every, every reason to say, well, we can complain about all that. And in certain situations, it's hard to afford certain things. And, and, but as I mentioned this morning, if, if you make above $34,000, $38,000, you're in the top 1% worldwide. Think about that. There's people all over this country. You're wealthy. God's been good to us. And I know it's been said, and it's not, it's not false. Well, if we keep going down this path as a nation, we're going to be turned into like all these other countries, all these problems. And if we do embrace the same ideology and we turn away from God, yes, that's what's going to happen. So what do we do? We praise God in those times. Why? Because we're praising Him now. We praise Him in the times of blessing. Be, it ought to reveal a habit. But notice in verse number 22... This is the habit. This is what could be said because of the habit. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. I cannot tell you how many times I've read that verse of Scripture. I can't tell you how many times I've preached from that verse of Scripture. And every time I read that verse of Scripture, I can't wrap my head around it. I like to think that I know I didn't. I don't handle things perfectly in my life. I like to think things that God's allowed to come my way. I handle them the best I could. But I've often asked myself, if I went through all of that, could I respond that way, Pastor? I, I think we could. Well, not if it's not a habit. In all this, Job sinned not. 
nor charged God foolishly. Our pizza gets delivered late, and we're like, God, why do you let this? Why? God said there'd be persecution in the last days. That, I mean, that's how difficult many times we have it. And even in our, where next week is bind the, bind the brokenhearted Sunday, and that's why I put praise, a praising heart before the bind the brokenhearted, because having the proper perspective of God is so key in getting through your valleys and getting through your heartaches and bearing your burdens. We must have a habit of praising God. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. What a standard. Well, I don't think we, I could ever, I, I don't put any confidence in myself. So what do we do, Pastor, if we're going to praise God in difficult times? It takes humility. You know, when you bow your knee on a daily basis to acknowledge God, that's humbling yourself. I don't think this is the first time. Job said, I've got to do business with God because God is doing business with me. He was honest. When you're honest with the fact that everything you have, God has given you, it deals with your pride. You can't be honest when you haven't taken care of the humility. There's a progression here. And the reason why we can't get to the place where God has given us everything that He has given us, we ought to be thankful for it. We ought to praise Him for it because we haven't humbled ourselves. <coughs> it took honor. We honor God by setting aside the first day of the week to gather together. We honor God with our first fruits. We honor God with the life that He has given us. But when life is difficult, we honor Him in a way where it reveals a habit. You know what it says when difficult times have come and Christians don't handle it properly and they turn away? Maybe it speaks to the fact that we didn't have strong enough habits when it comes to our humility, honesty, honor, Job, I don't think, was winning in his mind at this point, and this is a whole other message, but it's good to point out just very quickly. I don't think he thought he was doing very well at this point. And his friends showed up to kind of tell him, well, if you just get right, this would all be okay. They were Facebook before Facebook. But God certainly allowed things to happen, but Job's response is what we ought to focus on. How are we going to praise God in difficult times? Truth of the matter is, God's been, we really don't have it as hard as we think. Pastor, I'm going with, I understand but if you know me and you know my life, you know that I can say that, and I've been through some difficult times. But I can stand here today and say, God has been faithful. God has been good. Far better to me than I ever deserve. Well, let's make a 
habit of praising God. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. I, I'm going to be preaching, I've already preached a few this year, I'm going to be preaching several more messages from the life of Job. And I remind you what I mentioned casually a few weeks ago in the prophet Ezekiel prophesies to God's people and tells them that God is sending judgment. He tells them there is nothing they can do about it. God even says if Noah, Daniel, and Job were here, it still would not stay the hand of God. Now we look at, God's going to judge them. But God also reveals to us three men that God holds in high esteem. If these were here, it still wouldn't save you. Why did he pick those three? Why did he not? He picked those three for a reason. In all of this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Literally the worst case scenario. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I hope every day this week is a good day for you. But if not, blessed be the name of the Lord. I hope 2022 brings no bad doctor's report. It brings no bad news. I hope things in our nation, you can hope, right? I think things in our nation turn back to God. But if not, blessed be the name of the Lord. May that be our mindset. May we praise God even in difficult times. (laughs) Father, we thank you.